Hi Driven Mofos, you're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. So this is really a big conundrum that most people face, especially if they're driven and they want to achieve more than the average. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to speak about the struggles that most people face if they want to achieve more in life and business. And often it's a bit of a mind-bending, stressful situation where a person has to figure out Do they want to be criticized and judged by standing out and doing more than the average or doing better than the average person? Or do they play down the greatness that they have within themselves in order to fit in? Let's talk about it and let's explore this topic. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute and also Mojo Business Multiplier. Let's talk today about this crazy challenge that most people face. Now, when I say most people, I mean most driven people. That doesn't mean that everyone's driven, but it means that there are a lot of people out there and I assume that everyone who's listening to this is driven because you probably wouldn't like me calling you all driven mofos unless you're driven to achieve more in life. Hence where the driven mofo name comes from. But what I found is that after working with tens of thousands of people and the majority of them being very driven people or people who want to get more out of life, they often come up to this struggle And that struggle is, do I stand out above the average? Now, you've got to remember that the average means the average. It's a a sum total of a group of people or a bunch of people or, or something in general. So if we look at society, and let's just say we're using Australia as an example, there are averages, right? So we can look up the average business earning in Australia. We know that the average business closes its doors or 56% of business closes its doors within four years of startup. So these are very common averages. Now we can average out you know, height, we can average out weight, we can look at just averages across whatever we choose to. But let's just generalize. We can normally look around and say, well, what's average and what's not? Now in Australia, we know that there is a rather large number of people that are obese and overweight based on statistics. So we know that there is a greater majority of the population who are overweight or obese than are of a healthy weight range. Now this is based on data. We can also have a look at what the average person earns, and we can look at that average. We can also look at the average height, so on. We can look at all that stuff. Now, most people that I know don't want to be average. They don't want to fit in because they go, well, hang on, the average person is probably not as healthy as what they could be. The average person isn't earning what they could be. The average person in this country is financially stuck and they don't have a lot of money in the bank and they normally live week to week, so that's very, very common. The average person doesn't enjoy the job that they have. We can look at the averages of marriage. Now the average, when we look at averages, I think it's about a third of all marriages end in divorce or a third of people who are married end in divorce. Now that doesn't mean that the majority of people, the two thirds that stay together are actually fulfilled and happy. So you could look at that and assume that the average percentage of the population aren't actually fulfilled in the relationship that they're in. 
Now we could look at mental health statistics and so on. But my point is that most people don't really want to be average who are probably listening to this podcast. You're probably someone that goes, you know what, I want more money. I want a better life. I want to have more operational freedom if I'm a business owner where I'm not relied upon all the time in my business. I want to have a business that lasts. I want to leave a legacy after you know I'm not here or I want to leave my business to my kids or something like that. So you probably want to do a lot more than the average. Now, for most people, it's hard to admit that because when you've been living in the average society, the average society criticize and judge and they complain and they blame and they justify. And so it's hard for people to admit that. Like I really struggled to admit that I wanted way more in life because I felt guilty. I was like, well, hang on. There's that little kid in Africa that's starving. I shouldn't want more. And so I would lower my standards in order to try and be accepted by people who had low standards in themselves. Now, I'm not saying that the little kid in Africa doesn't have high standards. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I would be criticized and judged by other people in this country who have a way better life than that kid and say, well, yeah, but what about that? And so I would lower my standards. And I kept lowering my standards consistently in order to fit in and be accepted. Now, that just made me more stressed out, more frustrated. I had more mental health issues as a teenager, as a kid, as a young adult. I would beat the living shit out of myself because I knew that I could be doing better in life. I knew that I could be doing so much more. I wanted it. I was hungry. But every time I allowed those feelings to surface, I would feel guilty. I would feel ashamed. And I would try to shut that shit down really, really quickly. That wasn't because of me. That was because of the lower expectations that average people had around me. And so I just gave up on things. Until I just remember being in these consistent mental health crises, I guess you could call them mental health crises, where, you know, I would just bum around and I was lazy and I was complacent and I didn't enjoy my job. This was when I was working as a diesel mechanic or when I did my apprenticeship after I'd left school. And I just hated my life. The only thing I really enjoyed doing was going to the gym. And I enjoyed going to the gym because I was able to push myself and get the best out of myself and challenge myself. But I wasn't doing that in any other area of life. I wasn't doing that financially. I wasn't doing that in an intimate relationship. I wasn't doing that with my friendships. I couldn't sit around and have big, deep, meaningful conversations with a lot of my friends. We would talk about getting pissed, and which if you're overseas, that means getting drunk. I would talk about girls and getting laid and what I was going to do with my car and doing burnouts. And well, not that I really ever did that many of those. I'm not that crazy when I drive. I used to be when I used to rally drive and stuff like that or practice it anyway. My point is that I really gave up on what I really wanted. I would not allow myself to shine because I was afraid of being judged and being criticized. And that showed up as guilt that I had every time I wanted to express my goals. It came up as shame by feeling like I wanted to be better and do better and achieve way more. And so I just shut all that stuff down. And so it creates this mental health crisis for most people where they sit there and they go, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to achieve more. But at the same time, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be criticized. I find that most people, and I was like this, I didn't want to be judged and criticized by average people. But at the same time, I didn't want to be fucking average. And I didn't want to surround myself with average people who just accepted mediocrity as being okay. And so I started looking around and what I noticed was that the people who tend to thrive in life the most tended to achieve the most. But at the same time, they're also heavily criticized by the people in society who had accepted that average is okay and they're happy to be mediocre. So it wasn't until I started getting into personal development where I started going to these events and people were talking about these big goals and these big dreams. And I was like, shit, could I do this? Could I be more? Could I do more? And I started setting these goals. But unfortunately, what happened was I set these big unrealistic goals. So I remember writing down that I wanted this 100-foot super yacht, 
You know, I wanted a private jet. I wanted all that stuff. Now, some of those things I still want. Maybe not the yacht, but the jet would definitely help, especially if I'm on tour and things like that. But look, that's a long way off. And that's not my priority. My priority is to get out there and help more people and to expand this knowledge around the world and to help more people to thrive because I think mediocrity sucks. And it sucks because I remember trying to fit in and to try to allow myself to be mediocre and to be average. And I had this huge fear of criticism, this huge fear of judgment by those people. But at the same time, I was miserable. So I was making everybody else feel happy and everybody else feel comfortable. But at the same time, I was miserable. I was not happy with where I was and how I was operating in life. What I had to do was I had to ask myself the question. And I had to look at the benefits and the drawbacks of both sides. So what I did was I asked myself the question, if I died, let's say if I died at the age of 50, or if I died at the age of 40 back then, you know, I'm almost 40 now, but if I died at the age of 40, or I died at the age of 50, or I died at the age of 60, would I be happy with the choices that I made? Would I be okay to lie on my deathbed and go, you know what, I'm ready to go? Or you know what, I've had a good time here. Or would I be really, really upset with myself? Now, around that time when I started to question everything, my grandfather was diagnosed with cancer and he had six months to live. Now, the last few weeks of his life, he spent crying, and he was the strongest man in our family. He was the strongest person in our family. But he spent that time crying because he felt like he hadn't lived the life that he wanted to live. And for me, that was a massive fire in my belly. I just remember being so angry that someone could waste a life. Now, whether he did or didn't, I don't know. I mean, I got along really well with my grandfather. I loved him. He's been a huge influence on my life. He's probably part of the reason why I teach and coach, because... He was always coaching me in sport and things like that. So that's probably where I get it from. But what I know is it was sad to see and it impacted me heavily to see someone that had felt like that wasted their life. And so that's where I really came to the decision that I would rather be judged and criticized by people on the outside than be judged and criticized internally by myself because I know that I can handle a lot of shit outside of myself, but it's very, very hard to have a consistent self-depreciating thoughts beating myself up, hating myself, not feeling good enough, talking down upon myself, those negative thoughts, all of those things inside of my head were so much more serious and painful than anything that happened outside of me. And so one day I just had to sit down and ask the question, if I died today, is it acceptable to have the beliefs that I have around what I want to achieve? And the answer was no. In fact, I would have been disgusted. And even now I'm not ready to go because I'm not even close to achieving what I want to achieve. For me, I know that that was unacceptable. It was unacceptable to allow other people's criticisms and judgments to define the way that I operated in this world. And so I just made a decision one day that that was how I was gonna live from now on. I was gonna move forward and I was not gonna be average. I was not gonna fit in. I was not gonna be mediocre. And I didn't really care about the criticisms and the judgments of those who choose to live that life of averageness or mediocrity. But I also understand that most people in life go through that journey where they have to figure out, do they want to be accepted by those around them? Especially like there are a lot of people out there who are still good friends with the people that they went to school with. They're still good friends with the kids that they grew up with. And that's fantastic. Like that's great. But the question really is, are they growing at the same level you're growing at? Do they have the same ambition that you have? Because if not, they may be huge counterweights that as you're trying to fly high, they're the things that are dragging you down without you realizing it. And please understand that we adapt to our environment, right? If it's cold, you go and put on a jacket or a jumper. If it's hot, you know, you wear a tank top, you take your clothes off right when you're hot, you put the air conditioner on. Because we have this thermostat that we want to sort of sit in within our own lives based on our own expectations. 
And if you're hanging out with people who don't have a similar thermostat to you, then they won't have similar expectations to you. If they don't have similar expectations to you, then they're not gonna think like you think, they're not gonna work like you work, they're not gonna have the habits that you have, and so it's gonna affect them in a negative way, where they're gonna look at you as you start to achieve and as you start to do certain things in your life, it's gonna make them feel uncomfortable. Then they're gonna to have to sit there and they're gonna go, do I change? Do I grow? Or is that too hard? Am I better off criticizing and judging you and trying to pull you back down to my level because that's the level that I'm comfortable playing at? Right now, they're not gonna do this consciously. This is an unconscious patterning that most people have. Now, if that's the people that you grew up with and all that, you have to decide, do you wanna keep fitting in with them? And are you happy to allow their criticisms and judgments to define your life? Or are you going to allow your own criticisms and judgments of yourself that when you label yourself as a loser and a piece of shit and you hate yourself because you wake up every day and you have to look at yourself in the mirror and you have to realize that you're giving up on your goals and your dreams and you're wasting time and you're wasting another month, another week, another year and all of that time because you want them to feel happy even though it makes you miserable on the inside because you would rather stay doing what you know and hang out with the people that you're comfortable with than getting out there and doing something different that might be quite uncomfortable, but at the same time will allow you to live the comfortable life that you've always wanted because it's allowing you to live your dreams. But you have to make that decision. Hey, Driven Mofos. If you ever wanna have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. And so when I made that decision, it was quite uncomfortable because I chose not to hang out with the friends anymore that, well, not that I grew up with, when I left school, I didn't really hang out with my school friends because I just decided that they weren't going to help me to get where I wanted to go in life anyway. But I had a very close group of friends after I left school that I hung out with every day. And a lot of them used to sit around and they would smoke. We drank a lot, like I would drink pretty much every day. I'd get home from work, I'd go to the gym, then I would go to their house and I'd drink. And on weekends and Friday nights, I'd ride myself off and then I'd ride myself off on Saturday nights and that was the thing that I did. Now, I went along with that group for a while and I decided that that wasn't the group that I wanted to hang out with anymore. And I chose to start doing more personal development. I started going to more events and seminars. Now, they all criticized me. They judged me. They told me that I was stupid, that I was getting ripped off, that this stuff was a scam, that it would never work. All of that stuff, I got all the criticisms and they all spoke a lot of shit behind my back and it was really uncomfortable. I was really upset for a while. Like I, I thought, you know, these are people that I wish the best upon, but obviously they didn't wish that I would do the best. Like they didn't hope that things would work out. They were hoping that things wouldn't work out because they wanted to see me fail so that they could be right. Now, over time, I ended up moving from that group to another group, my personal development group, but I also had my party group as well where I was actually going out a lot. I wasn't sitting in pubs, but I was going out, meeting a lot of new people. I was also still heavily drinking, but those friends as well didn't do a lot of the drugs that my other friends used to do. I never got into drugs, so that was never my thing, but I used to drink a lot. And I just decided that that wasn't my thing anymore. And then now the cool thing is, is that some of those friends have seen how much I've grown and they've done some of my events, they've come to some of my seminars, and some of them I've grown close with again because they've seen the growth that happened by me doing this stuff. And some of them even reach out every now and again. And I don't even know that they watch my videos, but they'll just say things like, I'm really glad to see how far you've come. You know, you're really inspiring and all that. I haven't caught up with some of them for a long, long time, but it's cool to know that they're watching this stuff and it's inspired them to grow and do and be more. But I really hope that if you're listening to this as well, 
that you make the decision to be the best that you can be. And I understand how challenging and how stressful and how tough that can be because I know that it can be uncomfortable to leave the environment that you know. It can cause a lot of stress to leave the friendship group that you know. It can even be challenging to leave some of the family members behind that you're quite fond of or quite close with. And I mean, I still am very close with my family, but I used to have conflicts with my parents quite a lot because I would do things and they wouldn't agree with it. But the thing was that they just wanted me to be okay. They weren't judging me and criticizing me because they wanted me to fail. They just didn't want me to fail. And they just weren't used to the stuff that I was doing. So when I went out there and started my business, they you know, said, well, this is risky. You've got to be careful. But once I started making good money, they were fully supportive of it. You know, when I went and left my diesel mechanic career in order to go and study personal training, they weren't really supportive of that. And they criticized it a bit. They would, you know, but what about this? And what about what if it doesn't work? And all of that stuff. I mean, my mum cried when I quit my job as a diesel mechanic because she said to me, what are you going to do with your life? You're able to go out and make this money. If you commit to it for 10 years, you'll set yourself up for life financially. But I knew that after 10 years of working in that industry, I probably would have killed myself because I was miserable. I wasn't happy. Happiness was important to me back then. It's not anymore because I don't think that happiness is a good benchmark for life. I think that fulfillment is and fulfillment comes from doing challenging things that push you to grow. And that can be extremely uncomfortable. So I know that fulfillment comes from a discomfort of consistently pushing yourself. You know, when people say, you know, are you happy with what you do? I don't really know because I don't really judge my days on happiness. I'm not really happy today, but I'm not unhappy today. But would I say that I'm fulfilled in what I do? And the answer is yeah, because I'm mission driven. I've got this big goal at the end of my life that I want to achieve. And a lot of the stuff that I do every day is quite challenging and it can be quite tough, but I love doing it because it pushes me to be better in myself. But my family really just wanted me to do the best that I could do in life and be the best that I could be. They just didn't know what that looked like because they only had a reference point for their own life and what they would do. So they weren't really judging me and criticizing me. They were just fearful and scared. And it sometimes came across as judgments and criticisms or, you know, fears that they would push onto me like, be careful. What about if it doesn't work and all that? Every time it did work, though, they were always there to support me. And the same thing when I left my personal training career and I said I want to go into the mindset space. And this was because when I was working in the medical center doing physical rehabilitation and personal training and all that sort of stuff. I'd worked in there for three years and watched a lot of people come in and out of there who were sick and unhealthy and so on. The majority of them knew what they should do or needed to do. They just didn't do it. And that's why I realized that most people in life know what to do. They just don't do it because of what happens inside their own head, which is the reason why I love doing these podcasts because I want to try and help you in some way, shape or form. If I can just change a couple of beliefs or if I can just give you a bit more momentum with your thought processes or give you a bit more encouragement to get out there and try something different, that might be the one degree of difference that changes everything for you. And that's what I hope this podcast does in some way, shape or form. So I know that you're going to have that conversation with yourself at some point if you haven't already. And that is, do I want to stand out or do I want to fit in? If I want to fit in, I have to accept that it's going to be okay to be accepted by everybody else around me who's probably average. But am I going to be okay with that? Are the criticisms going to come from inside or outside? Because it's going to be one or the other. Now, if you choose to stand out and to do something great with your life, and you choose to push yourself hard to achieve greater things, whether it's in the area of health, great relationships, an amazing marriage, or whether it be being a great parent with your children, whether it be running a business, you will get criticized and you will get judged by people that have accepted that it's okay to be mediocre. And you have to understand that that's okay. That's okay because that's their protection mechanism. 
That's the thing that they wanted, that was their choice, and that's what makes them feel safe. But the question is, is it okay with you? Now, what I know is that most people are not okay with the decision that they're consistently making because most people want to avoid the judgment and the criticism, but also want to do something great. And because of that, it creates a stalemate or a gridlock where they don't know what to do and they get stuck. And they're the people who message me or come to our events like Thrive Time and they'll say things like, you know, I'm just stuck. I just don't know what to do. Like I keep trying these things and nothing's really working, but it's because they want one thing but they also want the other thing at the same time and both of them are a dichotomy. They're a counterbalancer to each other. You can't have one and have the other as well. You cannot achieve great things and be accepted by the majority of people. Go and have a look at all the great people who achieve great things. They're normally the most criticized. Why? Because when you're a billionaire, very, very few people on the planet will ever understand what that's like. They will never really understand what you've had to go through, the sacrifices you've made, the commitments that you've had to have, and the differences of decision-making. Most people never go through it. So because of that, most people can only filter that through their own filters. Now, when the majority of the world's population have very, very little money in the grand scheme of things, very little money, they're going to filter that through their own filters. Now, if you're struggling financially and you look at a billionaire, you go, oh, they're lucky because they've got an easy life. But you have no fucking idea what that is like. You have no idea of the stress, the pressure, the challenges that happen, you've got no idea because you've never been there. You've never even seen it. You've probably even never even met a billionaire. So you'll never really understand it. Now, I've worked with people that are at that level or are close to that level. And only a couple of months ago, I worked with someone who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and he's being sued for millions of dollars. And the court case is bullshit. It's absolutely rubbish. But when lawyers know that they can get money out of someone and when someone on the other side who creates a bit of an idea and they think they can get money out of someone, they're going to try and go and attack that person because they go, well, that person's got money. So now he's got a court case and this is affecting his family. It's affecting his sleep. It's affecting his mental health. And he has to go through that. Why? Because he has money. Now, if he didn't have money, he probably wouldn't go through that. But someone without money would never really understand that. They'd probably sit there and go, oh, it's not that bad because he's got heaps of money. But that's like someone who lives in another country overseas who makes you know, let's say $50 a week looking at an Australian and going, will they make $1,000 a week? That's perfectly okay. They've got no problems. Now, if you speak to someone in Australia who makes $1,000 a week, they're like, but you don't understand. I've got to pay rent. I've got food. Like I've got, you know, kids in childcare. I've got to pay all this stuff. I can hardly even afford a holiday. Now, that other person in another country will never understand what it's like to make $1,000 a week until they've made it or living in this country making $1,000 a week because there are certain challenges and every level of society has certain challenges. My point is that most people, when you stand out, will never ever understand because they will never be in the same situation or the same circumstance. So therefore you have to make the choice. Are you gonna live based on your expectations or other people's expectations? Are you gonna live the life that you want or are you gonna live the life that other people want you to live? It's up to you. It's your choice. But hopefully by listening to this podcast or this episode, you will now have the choice to go out there and think, do I want to stand out or do I want to fit in? If I want to stand out, I'm probably going to be judged and criticized by people outside of me and that's okay because I'll know I'm crushing it in life and I'm enjoying the process of life. So therefore, I feel good about myself and I feel good about the choices I'm making. Or do I go and I try to fit in with everybody else and then hate myself because I'm not matching my own expectations? And even though I won't be judged and criticized by those outside of me, 
I'll probably have a lot of internal judgments and criticisms towards myself and I'll probably self-depreciate and beat the shit out of myself a lot and I'm probably going to hate myself and hate my life. So what am I going to do? But at some point in your life, you're going to have to make that choice. I hope you make that right choice and I would assume that being a driven mofo and being part of this community of really driven people that want to achieve more in life, that you will make the right choice, which is don't be average, stand out, do something a little bit better, keep pushing hard and you'll consistently learn. Like Life for me has been amazing and I used to think I can't wait until one day until I get to this place of some sort of achievement or gratification when I realize that that day never comes because as I achieve bigger goals, I just set bigger goals. And so I always felt like there was something missing and something else that I was running towards. Whereas when I realized that each day is essentially time that I get to learn and grow and better myself and that that's the fun part, then life became fun every day because I just wake up and try to be better every day. Now, some days I get my ass handed to me and it's tough. I go through a lot of stress and a lot of shit. But normally at the end of it, I look back and I write down all the benefits of going through that. And I realize that there are so many learnings and lessons and things that make me a better person. And because of that, I can take those into the following day, which then allow me to play the game of life even better. And over time, life in itself just becomes better because you have more opportunities and you can do more things. So anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep kicking ass, keep pushing hard, and I look forward to you joining me back here once again on another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep kicking goals. Remember, better you, better business, better life. Take care. Have a great day. Hold up. 